Please listen carefully. Hi, welcome to Museum Time. I'm Esteban Flores, and with me is my co-host, Benjamin Flores. I'd let him introduce himself, but he can't. He's just a baby. Happy Father's Day. I say father because I am one, and because this is a father-son podcast. For this, it makes sense. You might celebrate someone else today, or no one at all, and that's all fine too. Ben can't tell you about our relationship, because it's still pretty early on. But I can tell you about my relationship with my dad. My dad worked graveyard shift at a place where they made frozen burritos. He would come home from work early in the morning and be asleep most of the day. He would wake up just before his shift, have something to eat, and watch the TV. Then he'd go to work. He would drive us to and from school only if it was raining. And on weekends when we would go places, it was usually just with my mom. And we would take the bus. Around the time I was 11, my parents' marriage was on the rocks. We wouldn't know it for a few more years, but my dad was having an affair. He had a child with this other woman and was bringing him on trips with us. And had gotten my mom to babysit him too. All in all, it was a pretty awful thing to do. Around this time, my dad took a more active role in our lives. He would take us to school more regularly, and on the weekends, he would take my siblings and I on trips with our half-brother. Because he drove, we'd go on trips that were further away and to a bunch of naive kids. This was really exciting. It was really cool for us having our dad around, and horribly uncomfortable being around our half-brother. We didn't know about everything going on, we just knew he would call our dad, Dad, and would refer to us as his siblings. Shortly after those trips, my dad moved out. My parents divorced, and my mom found everything out. My mom was always there. She would work all day and come home to make us dinner. Her jobs were all in physically demanding, male-dominated places. She worked as a metal fabricator, a cabinet maker, and painting stone veneer. On Father's Day, I give both my mom and dad a call. Most days, I don't spend too much time thinking about mine and my dad's relationship. Unless I hear the song Cats in the Cradle. Here's the clip that gives you the gist of the song. My child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way. But there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. And he was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he'd say, I'm gonna be like you, Dad. You know I'm gonna be like you. Here's your spoiler warning for Cats in the Cradle. If you haven't heard all of it, pause the show and go listen to the rest of the song. Welcome back. Sorry if you're bummed out now, but that's kind of my point. For a lot of people, Father's Day brings up some stuff. And as a new dad, I want to do my best to not have Ben identify with anything from that song. I want him to eventually look back on his childhood and feel only happiness and warmth. And so, without any more fuss, let's start the episode. This week, we're going on a special trip down memory lane. We have a special guest today who is going to tell us all about some of the memorable trips she took with her dad. Can you introduce yourself? 
Sure, my name is Nora Flores, and I am mother of Benjamin Flores and wife to Esteban Flores. And who is your dad? My dad is Robert Bob Bell. What does he do? He is a financial consultant for Thrivent Financial, and has been doing that since oh, I was about a sophomore in high school. Did you guys go on a lot of trips together? Uh, yeah, we did. Growing up, we did a couple of road trips, and we went to New York, um, flew there, but road trips to Colorado and New Orleans. That one is probably my my most memorable trip. Yeah. How come? What was memorable about it? I loved it. I loved going to see just what it was all about and the food was incredible. I'm really into seafood and so it was really cool to try a bunch of different things and I just love going places that are totally different than I'm used to and just kind of looking at it and a swamp is like so completely different than anything we have out here in the, in the Southern California desert so it was just really kind of neat checking everything out. It was humid and the last day we were there it was pretty unbearable but you know that's what you get when you go in July. No, June. June. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing that this was right around Katrina, right before? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks before Katrina. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely difficult seeing what it looked like after Katrina hit. And we drove the bridge over Lake Pontchartrain, I think is how you pronounce that. It, it was just absolutely incredible being on a bridge in the middle of this massive massive lake and not really being able to see land all around you and just driving on this road. It was really, really cool. And then, yeah, seeing the images of the lake or of the bridge completely destroyed was eye-opening and it just made me feel uh, so much compassion and empathy. Well, not empathy. I've never been through that, but just compassion for the people who live there. How was the the drive because you, you have two other siblings mm -hmm. yeah the drive was fun yeah no the drive was fun it was a really interesting trip it was my mom my dad me my brother and my sister and my parents had just bought this new uh, Nissan Quest it was like mm -hmm. this big boat of a van and we absolutely loved that car. And I think they bought it knowing that they were going to go on a road trip soon. Or at least they had that in mind. I don't think that's the only reason why they bought the car. But it was really fun and really comfortable. Oh, and, really? Oh, yeah. How so? <laughs> well, it was just, it was huge. Like, calling it a boat of a car is not really a huge exaggeration. It was really wide. My sister and I both sat in the very back row it was we were far away from each other and then my brother was in one of the captain seats in the front and so we each had pretty much our own space and I remember I don't know if this is true or if this is really what it was like but they had these like almost like a console on 
the side of like my sister Veronica and I each had our own little console to like store stuff in. Uh-huh. And like on a road trip when you're spending hours and hours in a car, it's kind of nice to have your own little space like that. So yeah, lots of reading Harry Potter, of course. Do you remember which book? I don't. I don't remember which book, but probably at that point it was any of them. Mm. <laughs> I was probably rereading them. I might have even been rereading the series. Um, so reading and listening to CDs on my Discman or whatever <laughs> I had in the car. I do remember my parents specifically bought like anti-skip CD player, like port- those portable CD players for the car ride. I don't know if that was really that uncommon for the time, but I remember being really excited about it uh-huh. because those things were notorious for skipping, skipping yeah. and not, not playing. Just not very great audio quality. Let's just put it at that. Yeah. Oh, and we had we had like our an actual video player. Oh, in the car. What What did you watch? Movies. I don't really remember a specific movie, but I'm pretty sure my brother also brought like a game console to play video games. Yeah, it could plug in. Like you had a. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't remember which game console it was at the time. Probably around the time of the Dreamcast. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I do remember him bringing that and. I don't think I played many video games that trip because it just wasn't very, it wasn't easy for us to both reach it at the same time because he was in the second row and I was in the very back right uh-huh. of the car. So yeah. But yeah, we had like a cooler in the car. Like there was just this big open space next to my brother mm-hmm. and in front of me. So like that, it was just a really cool setup. So that's a trip to New Orleans. Is there any memorable places that you went to while you were there besides just seeing the scenery? Oh yeah, the two. Okay, really, I have three super memorable. Actually, the whole trip is super memorable. But the one that my family talks about probably the most and teases me about the most is the ghost hunting tour that we went on. Because you're really into ghosts. <laughs> okay, well, yes, this this is true. I'm really into ghosts, and I'm really into watching those ghost hunter shows. And I think my parents probably, I mean, it was definitely a historical building, like historical sites. Like these are the, these are some really famous stories that have happened throughout the city that people are, that are well known. But I wonder if my parents went on this tour or scheduled for us to go on this tour with me in mind, because at that point I was definitely already into Ghost Hunters. And I watched it with my mom too, so it's not just... It was just you. It wasn't just a Nora thing, like, we both watched it together all the time. The reason why it's so memorable is not because I had a good time, it's because it was the worst part of my trip. How come? The guy who was leading the tour... Well, first of all, it wasn't really about, like, actual ghost sightings, which is what I anticipated. So the whole time we're walking around, I'm expecting to be taken into these, like, spooky places, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you think about when you think about a ghost tour. 
Right, but it was like all outside. We didn't go into any buildings. So basically it was just like a... Was it a walking tour? It was, was it a, a walking tour. In yeah. In humid July... June. June. Yeah. What? It was yeah. actually not too bad, like considering how it gets. It wasn't too bad. It was just walking outside of these houses and him telling some stories that were like pretty hokey. Like, it was like, and then, pause for dramatic effect, she was found hanging in the downstairs dining hall. Like, it was super cheesy. And the whole time, I'm just like, yeah, 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 okay, guy. And then, he, like, zeroes in on me and my sister. My sister, I was about 20 at the time. My sister is about 16, and she's wearing her glasses. She's a really pretty redhead girl, like... Super smart, too, of course, but the reason why I mentioned this is because the guy zeroes in, in on us and asks me specifically if I have a boyfriend. And I'm How old like, is the guy? Old. Like, <laughs> like, okay, I'm remembering him, like, in his 60s. Oh, he probably wasn't. Like, if you ask my parents, they're probably like, thanks, Nora. Like, he was 10 years younger than we are now, but he was, like, old, and he just was in character. The whole time, which I also found really annoying because he like basically played like the creepy butler. How many people were on this tour? Was it just your family, or were there no. other people there too? No, uh, this was the other thing. <laughs> like it was like I would say my family plus maybe like uh, okay again I'm my memory I'm probably exaggerating it, but it felt like 15 other people. It may not have been, and my parents are probably like, no, it was only like five. But it felt like a lot more people. <laughs> right, there could have been 40 other people. <laughs> right, because I was horrified, because he's just like, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. And then he basically, or I don't exactly know what words he chose, but he said something along the lines of like, you're going to be an old maid if you don't get snatched up soon. And he pointed at this like younger guy next to me. Or not next to me, but who was also part of my group and was just like, hey, can I introduce you to each other? And then he goes, and if you're not, and then, so I don't know exactly how he brought it up, but he pointed at me. He was like, you have your choice of the pretty one and pointed at me. And then he chose, he pointed at my, no, you know what it was. It was like, basically like, you need to get snatched up because you're an old maid. Because back in the olden times, you would not have any right to any land or any money because you're single and a spinster. And then he mentioned, and your parents would obviously choose to give the land and the fortune to your younger sister because you're obviously the pretty one and your sister is the smart one. And because she's wearing glasses and I'm like sitting there like, what? And like, everybody's like chuckling. Like, and I'm like, what, where, where am I? Like, I was looking forward to this tour, like months leading up to this Way trip. before the trip. Just, Way before oh, we're doing this ghost hunters thing. And you're like, yes. Toe up my alley. Totally my thing. And this guy is just being a jerk. And then he's insinuating I'm not smart and that I'm a spinster. Now, when we look back at the story, my sister, you know, sees it a little differently. She's like, oh, I guess I'm not the pretty one. I guess my sister's the pretty one. And I'm like, 
the jerk over here saying, he insulted me. Like, he called uh -huh. me stupid. So it, it's just, yeah, I get teased <laughs> about that all the time. Both my parents like to bring it up. So that was pretty mortifying. But then we also went on a swamp tour. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, like, like on one of those, those boats. Yeah, those airboats. I don't know if that's really what they're called. But it that was super, super cool. And I remember going and they had some sort of like weird animal exhibit like on the water, on the shores of the water. This is on that giant lake? Or is it? It was in the... <laughs> I did. It was like right off the water. It wasn't in the lake. We went to the swamps for this one. Okay. This was not part of the lake. I don't remember all of the animals that they had, but they had a bunch of animals. That was pretty cool. But I do remember the place smelling, smelling like animal droppings. Like it stunk. And it might have been the swamp too. I'm not really sure. I don't know. But it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. That's funny, Ben. Animal <laughs> I know. droppings. Animal droppings are pretty funny, Ben. And I just remember getting on the boat, and it was covered, so it was, like, kind of nice and cool. Yes, it was nice and cool. And we just went, and we were, like, it was, like, flying on the on the, the water. <laughs> Our tour guide was definitely a swamp guy. Like, he lived in the swamp. Gotcha. Like, okay, not in the water, right. obviously, but, like, he his home was... In the swamp. When you think of the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, like the banjo playing guy. Yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. 100%. He was like to the point where he had raised alligators. Oh, okay. Yeah, like had pet alligators. And there was this one gator who was like huge, who he called up to the boat and fed him from his hand. Like, yeah. That's intense. Dangerous, Ben. <laughs> like, you may not do that. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay, okay. We'll okay. See. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll talk about it. <laughs> so he calls, he does this crazy call. And the like, it's like a whistle or? It's like a. Like a suey, but for gators. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's this massive, like, I don't even know how long they get, but it was, he, he said it was like one of the largest gators in that area of the swamp. <laughs> Fed it, and then he told us a story about this gator because it was missing an eye, and he said that it was hit by one of the boats. <laughs> yeah, it was hit by a boat, and that's why it lost its eye, but that it survived, and that it's apparently really sweet with him. I don't know. Yeah. Also, so I got to see all this beautiful scenery and see that terrifying creature. And then I also got to hold a gator too. Really? Like a five-year-old gator. So it was less than five feet long. And it was really skinny. Like a foot a year? Is that... I don't... I'm not really yeah. sure. I don't, I'm sure he talked about it. <laughs> it had its mouth tethered. Like, it's not oh. like it was gonna bite anybody, but it was pretty cool. I definitely have a picture of that um, somewhere. But that was super, super cool. Yeah. No, a lot of really, really cool memories of that mm -hmm. trip. If you were to take our son, Benjamin, on a road trip, where would you want to go? I mean... Everywhere. 
Colorado, Texas, New Orleans would be fun. Mm-hmm. See some swamps. Of course, New Jersey. I'd love to take him to New Jersey. That'd be a heck of a drive. It would be, but it would be worth it, I yeah. think. Yeah, I just want him to see as much of the country as we can we can muster. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> He's like, he, he is climbing right now. Yeah. He is climbing on top of Esteban. So, <laughs> yeah, Nora, why don't you give us the Ben update? Yes. He's 10 months old this month. Yes. Um, as of two days ago. 10 months old. He is climbing onto anything and everything that he can reach to get to other stuff that he can reach. He is crawling super fast. Whenever a door opens, he sprint crawls <laughs> to the door to see what's on the other side. He's super curious. He wants to just see and experience all that he can. Uh, he is so close to walking. Like, so close to walking. Just when we started recording, he it looked like he was going to start walking. <laughs> yeah, you tease. He's still a quiet guy. He talks a little bit, like babbling talk, but He's not, <laughs> he's not super talkative, as you could probably hear. We've been recording. He hasn't talked too much. He is not a fan of chunky purees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does love bread. Oops, <laughs> he loves bread. Yeah, he's eating a lot more solid foods. He's had real chicken and real beef. And I say real, I mean pureed stuff is also real, but I mean he's had solid chicken and solid beef now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been to one wedding. He's been to one wedding. We've got two more yeah. lined up to this year. Yep. So far. He seemed to have fun. He'll have more fun when he can actually wa- walk around. We got to dance a lot and he liked that. And his hair is pretty much all grown, it's all grown back in. It fell out around month four. Yeah. He lost almost all of his hair. So it's almost all the way back in. Mm-hmm. And he's been sleeping through the night in his own bed, which has mm-hmm. been nice. Not in our bed. He's been in his own big boy bed. Well, not a big boy bed, but his own crib. Well, Nora, thank you very much for being with us today and every day. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Well, folks, that's going to do it for us today. This episode was mixed and edited by me, Esteban Flores, with help from Benjamin Flores. Special thanks to our guest, Nora Flores. Music by Jazar. Check them out on the Free Music Archive at freemusicarchive.org. Our cover art was designed by the talented Madison Van Houten. Find her at madisonvhdesign.com. Thank you for listening. Our next episode will be Friday, June 29th. Subscribe on iTunes, and why not leave us a review? Find us on facebook.com slash museumtime, 
and tweet us at MuseumTimeCast. Oh, we were able to record Ben's first word. Take a listen. What I'd really like, Dad, is the bar of the car keys. See you later, gonna have them 